no one can take that away from you. They can't beat you up. With mental health, it's so much is unseen or unknown. I would have been a YouTuber. But still, can you treat me with some class, please? <laughs> You're throwing me off my feng shui. Hello and welcome to the Arts Nurse Change Room podcast. Podcast? podcast? Yeah, I said podcast. Arts Nurse podcast bringing you all things nursing and lifestyle. Nursing woes and pros by your favourite nurses. My name is Arts Nurse and I am an alternative schools provision nurse. And I'm here with my amazing co-hosts. Your favourite mental health nurse, Rue. Your favourite multifaceted nurse, respiratory nurse, advanced nurse practitioner, Yolanda. And your sweetest diabetes nurse, Jade. We are for the nurses and by the nurses. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about our experience doing non-traditional nursing roles. But most importantly, if we weren't nurses... What would we actually be? Tuned to hear more. As you guys know, I am currently a school nurse, but an alternative schools provision nurse, um, and that is basically working with um, children and young people that go to alternative provision, so they don't go to mainstream school. Um, and I'll let the ladies tell you who they are, even though I know you'd be hearing it in the intro. I'm Rue. I'm a mental health nurse, and I currently work um, in a liaison and diversion service in police custody and the courts, magistrate's court and crown court. Basically my job is to work across a criminal justice system and potentially divert people from the CJS to mental health services, as opposed to having them criminalized if their behavior, criminal behavior is driven by the mental illness is kind of the simplest way to put it. So I'm Jade and I'm a paediatric diabetes nurse. I work with children and young people with type 1 and other forms of diabetes from diagnosis um, and when they get home. So I work with kids from as young as weeks old to 19 years old, just helping them manage their condition and introducing a lot of technology as well into their daily living. Hi guys, I'm yours. Currently work as a respiratory specialist nurse in the NHS and yeah, my day-to-day just involves optimizing respiratory care for our inpatients and our patients as well as teaching and a bit of management really. So now I feel like I have to explain my role again because everybody's sounding all fancy and I'm just like, I'm also a school version nurse. Okay, no, but we, um, we, know, we know you, girl. We know y'all you. already know who she is. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a school nurse, that's a public health practitioner and stuff, you know. I support children and young people to fulfill their full educational, um, full educational work. No, so I help support children and young people fulfill their full educational potential. Not only that, I'm a bridge between health and education. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but... Guys, you know the rest. I do the videos on them all the time. But yeah, me too. I'm fancy, okay? <laughs> we all do. We've all done our thing now. Um, so ladies, um, non-traditional nursing roles. I'm an advocate for non-traditional nursing roles. Um, but like I said in this month's Winner Wednesday, I do feel like sometimes, you know, there is a downer to it because I feel like the accolades ain't there. And don't get me wrong, we don't do our jobs um, for accolades, but accolades is nice. And I do feel like just within society, um, nurses that don't work on a ward, that don't be wearing tunic, that don't be wearing the dress that y'all wears and stuff like With that. With her belt. Uh huh. Don't get rated. I feel like I'm not in a non-traditional nursing role. Do I you have a like uniform? We have a uniform. We just don't wear okay, it bye. because 
but I feel like my like like I feel like there's two sides of my role. There's a there's a very important. Well, I feel like my whole job is very important, but I feel like we are seen quite a bit on the wards, and people know who we are because we are the spine for these patients, right? But I also feel like, yes, because I'm not on the ward for long shifts and people might consider people that don't really know about specialist roles may think that, oh, you're just in the office, just doing this. But there's actually a lot of things that go into supporting these kids and their families when they go home. Like on the ward, yes, you're caring for those patients like for that time period. But when they're going home with a long term condition that is going to change their life, they need someone that's going to support them through that. So that's why I think like my role for those that don't know much about it may think oh it's not like a proper nursing role or it's like not your traditional nursing role but without us what's going to happen to these kids in the community if what's going to happen to these kids at school yep. what's going to like these kids won't have the slightest clue because if you think about it, you're getting your di- your a child's being diagnosed or yeah the child's being diagnosed that's a lot of information who's going to help remind them along the way because you think that that short one week is going to prepare them for the rest of their life no so we're yeah where, where them girls but I'm also thinking like when I say um you know the accolades and you know recognize still you can do all that work but if someone asks what is your idea of a nurse they're never going to mention that your role and yes I know that because society isn't educated on that but I also feel like even student nurses are not educated on that I didn't know what the role of a school nurse was until I became a school nurse literally or when I did my own research and stuff like that because I wanted to change careers etc people still don't know so I, I, get I totally you. get you because I guess but it just comes down to the lack of knowledge that's out there because I remember being back in back in our day I sound kind of old chair I'm not that old but back in the day when we were doing nursing <laughs> like <our> day. <laughs> back in our day like yes I wasn't very clued up on these roles but I think now with the rise in non-traditional roles people are seeing like damn like these people are actually needed so I do feel like we kind of I, I don't know for me personally I do feel like I get my accolades I feel like I get my accolades on the ward I feel like I get my accolades in schools I feel like I get my accolades you know from those parents who aren't so entitled but um yeah that's that's interesting because I feel like I don't I don't necessarily desire those accolades because for me um with mental health is so much is unseen or unknown um there's a lot that people still don't know about and I know that there's been a massive push with mental health but usually it's kind of the depression anxiety um I deal with a lot of people with serious mental illness like not not like depression isn't serious sorry I mean like severe and enduring mental illness like schizophrenia your bipolars schizoaffective disorders and for me the accolade is for me is if I get somebody successfully diverted from the criminal justice system to hospital because my role essentially was created to catch people who do end up in prison when really they should have gone to hospital because their criminal behavior was driven by their mental illness as opposed to just criminal behavior obviously there's like a fine line between that and some people end up kind of bouncing back between hospital and prison because of safety reasons and protecting the public but for me I it's frustrating when people don't know what you're doing and I do have to make like lots of phone calls and liaise with different people and it's almost like my own colleagues in my own trust don't even know that we exist or don't really know what we do and when I'm trying to get information that you're getting that part. pushback I'm like no I work for you I need you to help me with this I'm person on the NMC. I need, right this I need to get them to hospital 
but you get a lot of pushback and you get people being really uncooperative or don't, you know, and, and it's just that that's frustrating. But for me, I'm like, okay, once I successfully get somebody diverted, I'm like, right, great. That's another, that's another tick. Cause that means that person, a vulnerable person is now not going to a, an environment that's going to be detrimental to the mental health, make them even worse. And then, you know, things fall apart for them. But yeah, I, I enjoy being in a non-traditional role. Um, it's, a little bit less stressful it's a bit more focused i'm still clinical and i quite enjoy that part of it don't so, you yeah. sorry to cut in but don't you also find that being a non-traditional role you're at your pace it's i think it's just better for your mental health you're doing things at mm-hmm. your pace like yeah. you don't have you know doctors saying oh we need this oh we need this antibiotics you know we need uh-uh, right I'm going, right can you come down like i feel like yeah yeah and you almost get to like you're you're almost, it's, the role flips like you get to then dictate like because mm. I have to get doctors in to come and do mm. assessments and they're like reading the assessments I've already done and like when you get a psychiatrist being like that's a really good report you've written there and I'm like I know that's right it is isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love so, that I love yeah. that you know just to circle back on what you said in terms of like allied professionals not knowing what your role is I think that sometimes is at a detriment because sometimes I feel like people email you something about something and now once you're involved now you end up doing certain things and having to do investigations and have to follow up on something when actually you actually shouldn't be the person and actually that's taking up a lot of your time Mm -hmm. when you actually have a caseload that you need to be sorting out but you end up doing all these other things and trying to bring everybody else in the loop so you can come out of the loop but to do that takes forever yeah. Oh, no, I, I come out of the loop from the moment I'm not involved. I'll be like, no. It depends. It depends. It depends. Do you know, sometimes I'm, I'm one thing about me, I'm definitely like, according to our policy, this is this, this, this and that. But sometimes when you get the back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth, and even with the back and forth share, what I don't like about the back and forth is that even if I'm not involved anymore, it still gives me extra work because I still have to document all of that. I still have to document that so-and-so came to request information on XYZ, but I had to inform so-and-so that I'm not the appropriate professional for this, or I can't do this. Or you still have to document, you have to document your replies. All of that kind of stuff that uploaded on Rio, all of that. Like, if you had just left me alone, I would not be now getting sidetracked from my actual, you know, stuff I got to do. Yeah. And now I'm documented and doing all of this, and you're throwing me off my feng shui. Not the feng shui. Yeah. Right. To be fair, for me, uh, luckily because we work shift work, I'll literally be like, I'm, and also because people don't understand when somebody's in custody, they can, they're in, they're only in custody for 24 hours, right? And so I'm like, if you're emailing me a week later about the person that I saw a week ago, I'm sorry, I can't help you. They've, they've left custody. That's your patient. You're going to have to follow them up. I can only give you what I gave you when I saw this person in custody. Um, so I usually, or I'll just be like, I'm handing over to my colleague who's on duty tomorrow because I'm not on duty tomorrow. I don't work every day. Goodbye. So at least I get that kind of way to stop me from being too much in the loop with things. Like once I've done my report and I've sent it off, you guys have everything that I have done. There's nothing more that I can help you with here. It's so tough, I think, as well, because my role was also a new role, like half of it is home education. I think a lot of the time, sometimes it's hard to say no to things because sometimes it's like, actually, OK, maybe attend this TAC meeting. So that's a team around the child meeting um, and find like and then further investigate or get more information to then actually just say, I'm getting this more information just to tell you that actually this proves that I'm not the person that should be involved in this family. Basically, that's long. That's a little bit long. Do you understand? Yeah. Whereas, whereas I guess in traditional nursing roles, like the warden stuff, you just hand over. This is the exactly. what I'm missing, but I still will never go back there. 
yeah, personally, I, I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy it. And I feel like, you know, you just set your day how you want your day to go. And I think I like the culture we have within our office where in as much as we start at nine, there's an unspoken rule that nine to 10 is breakfast time. So everyone comes in, everyone has their breakfast, you know, you know, we're all logging on, you know, planning the day ahead to say, right, who needs, who's got admin, who's got clinics. We then sort of plan the day. So quote unquote at 10, we then like, you know, DVR the work. So you're doing that, you're doing that. We delegate. Everyone gets on with their jobs for the day and things like that. So I think it's quite chilled in that you have that time where, you know, you're not rushed off. I feel like on the wards, as soon as you get to the ward for your handover, the day has started. Of like course. The, the day has started at that point. That there's go, no go, time go. for a cuppa. There's not coffee. Mm-mm. Like there's it's literally go, go, go. Whereas being non-traditional, like you can plan your time accordingly. So like I would know, for example, today I've got seven tasks that are pending that I need to do. So I can plan my day accordingly. And if I've got you know time to help my other colleagues, uh, I will. Then the only downside I would say for my part at the moment is that I'm not always on the wards, so, which I enjoy being on the wards, like doing the inpatient reviews. But more time you find that when you come in that goes to the sixes because the sevens there's just so much to do so like I may go to the respiratory like maybe once a month and this time I go up they're like oh have you been on leave mm-hmm. it's like oh no I've just been in the office <laughs> like we never see you like I went when I went back last week I was oh yeah I had COVID someone's like yeah but I saw you before Christmas I was like oh, I was definitely still working but because I'm never on the ground per se I think that's the only downside to it that you know there's a lot of performance there's a lot of like policies or protocols or things to be done that you, you're then far removed from the clinical side mm. of things but I definitely enjoy it mm-hmm. I feel like for me it works some people doesn't work but for me the way my day works every day it works for me you know what I love to do as well when I go into the office in the morning when I'm on office days like in my outlook I will put all my tasks in for the day and as the time's going on and you're just doing everything that's like 9 till 10 I'm doing this 10 till 11 30 mm. I need to do this oh I just love it by the end of the week or oh, oh do you know what I love if I don't get to do and I just move it to another day I've still done everything else on that day so I'm happy that and you will listen when it. you are there a win is a win a win is a win <laughs> No, but a win is a win. And I love having a shared calendar because I think as well, you can then see like what your other colleagues are doing and then you're able to help them if, for example, you know, they've got a lot of demands, you're able to say, actually, I can take this from away from you because you can visibly see what is on their calendars. So I think that's quite a nice way of working. And I think that has brought so much cohesion to my team because you know what? Teamwork makes love the that. dream work. So ladies, if you weren't a nurse, what would you be? Y'all already honestly, know. <laughs> what would you be? Housewife. Honestly, I would, I would be a housewife. You see that Destiny Strong song catered to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be my title. <laughs> Let me feed you. Yeah. Let me run your bath water. I'm with Jade. Hey. So we're only going for housewife here. No, uh, no, please, no. No, uh, no but if if those vacancies. To be yeah, <laughs> okay no realistically i hear the whole housewife thing right i hear it and maybe in another life i'll be down for that but in terms of like if i'm just gonna pick another career to do like yeah so mine if money wasn't <laughs> an object why are you laughing this is like, so mine <laughs> for me if money wasn't an object and if it wasn't if it was actually as glamorous as it looks i'd be an air hostess but i I know i know what it entails and i know the like i wouldn't but like in another life in an alternate universe where 
it actually is what it looks like oh you best believe i'll be doing oh, what can i get you ma'am tea or coffee sometimes i find that the air hostess no what am i trying to say so basically i was on a where did i go last i went to america and the lady in economy just looked so depressed like she wanted to be up in business like <laughs> like she didn't want to be serving us down in here please i've been up there before but still can you treat me with some class please <laughs> wow why why she was she rude no she just looked so grumpy like she's like oh <laughs> can you put your foot rest down <laughs> Yeah, because they're not, they're tired, like the shifts they work are mad, like they'll be going back and forth, back and forth, like, it's just... But you get to go to lots of different countries though. And that's, that's why I want to do it, that's why I want to yeah. do it. I feel like if it was yeah. if it was as glamorous, like if you weren't like working and your body clock wasn't messed up, because obviously you're, you're going back, it's just a lot, but... Yeah, in another life, I'd be in a hostess. I mean, I would be a housewife, number one, but mm. that's still possible anyway, so that's still going to happen, Thank yeah. You. But when I'm... I'm when I was younger, like I'm speaking like year nine years, yeah, I wanted to be a surgeon. Ooh. Oh, you, you can be a surgeon. And literally, I wanted to be a craniofacial surgeon, yeah, because I was so obsessed at the time, yeah, with watching these things, yeah, with mm. whatever I was going to do it, you know, did all the sciences, like for GCSEs, you know, got A stars, whatever, that like, gassed me. When it came to A levels now, I remember I had chemistry, maths, physics, and bio. So I did all the sciences, I was gassed. E. Chemistry AS? Ah, oh, I said I can't. It, it really, it was hot. I think the jump from GCSE chemistry to A-level chemistry, yeah, really strangled me. So I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I can't. So yeah, that's when the dream died. But I was just obsessed with that speciality. So that would have been my... Oh, wow. I can so see you doing that, though. I can definitely see you doing that. Mm. 100%, you know. Oh, I okay. think if I wasn't a nurse, there's two things. So, um... I would have either been a teacher because I always wanted to be a teacher. I've always wanted to be a teacher my whole life, wherever. And I actually thought that that was something I was going to do until I went to secondary school. And you know the story of what I was like in secondary school. And therefore, I knew that I couldn't have a student that was just like me. So I was really put off um, by the teaching experience from that angle. Um, so, yeah. how And if I wasn't... Um, a nurse the other thing that I would have done I would have been a YouTuber and mm. I say YouTuber because um like that's something I actually wanted to do to be honest for a very long time I even have like a makeup tutorial and everything from when I was in college or whatever and I still have it till this day and I feel like the only reason why I didn't become a YouTuber because it's a non-traditional job and it would have never worked in my house that's the reality so I think it's something that I didn't even bother pursue in the first place it never even seemed a achievable it never seemed attainable it just didn't seem like a lifestyle that I could live and obviously at the time yes we didn't know what social media content creating etc would be right now so yeah it's not something that I ever thought would be my main job my main role but yes I wanted to be a YouTuber like I can no I can't send you because when I look at it now it's so Street crazy saying, <laughs> drop the video right now Streets are saying drop the video right now no, but I can see that you, you're yeah. a talker man you like to talk you, know, you, yeah. you like to be in front of the camera I can see that. I I can but, confident. Nah, I don't think I, but I'm so, but in the same breath, I'm also conf happy that I didn't go for that because I feel like, obviously you have different types of content creators, different types of YouTubers, but I feel like, you know, sometimes when it comes to like 
the pressures of being a woman and um, fluctuating in weights, appearance and stuff like that. I don't think that I could handle that on a large scale. That's the reality. I think me as an individual, like even something like weight, I fluctuate so much throughout my life. Like even from childhood, like one year, I'm going to be a slim buster. One minute, I'm going to be slim finger. One minute, I'm going to be like, girl, put down the pads. So I think I changed so much. <laughs> That Not I don't feel pass. like <laughs> I change so much that I don't feel like I would be able to fit into what social media YouTube is these days because I wouldn't be able to handle the comments. And although I believe that I've changed and I'm a better person, I think back then, even if I start, even if I was doing this a year ago, comment on my thing like that, and I'm gonna ask you to meet me around the corner. So God well, knew damn. what he oh, was yeah, doing I, I when he didn't mm-hmm. allow me when he I put feel- your nurse in. Yeah, I think the pressures of social media, if I could just do the YouTube videos and be free with it. And that's why even until now, I feel like a lot of people say that, oh, why don't I have a YouTube um, for outsource, et cetera? That's the reason because I'm going to ask you to meet me around the corner because I feel like with nursing, it would be maybe nursing and lifestyle. But also I think that because I have a non-traditional nursing role, I feel like, you know, it's not a numbers game, but it's a numbers game. And I just feel like, yeah, it's enough for me. Sorry. Obviously, if I could choose a job, a housewife obviously can't apply. So, you know, but I think I'm quite creative. So I'd be something very creative, like an events planner, a luxury events planner, or like a, I'm into like designing, like, I don't know, graphics-y sort of things, logos. So maybe I'll do something like that because I can really get in my creative bag. So if I couldn't be a housewife, then that's what I would No, you will be a housewife. Amen. Time is still on our side, you know. What I it's mean? true. Time it's is true. of the essence. Still, baby girls. It's, it's still gonna happen. It's still gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, if not nursing, if not being a housewife, then a uh, luxury events planner. Because I'm quite creative when it comes to my birthdays. I don't know if you guys have seen. That's all me and a bit. That's two two Amen of us. Amen to that. Why don't you do interior design or something? You can do a course. I think you would do great with that in terms of homes. Do you think so? Yeah, why not? You can do a short course. What do they teach me how to put like pillows? Because I already know that. I think it's some kind of qualification, you know. Oh, I, I need know. a qualification. But I, know, <laughs> but I know people do. So you can I actually people, charge people money. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm into no, that kind like of money. stuff. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we're talking about like what we wanted to do as kids before I went into nursing, I watched Legally Blonde once. I said I'm going to be a lawyer. That Come on, my, girl. That was my plan oh. when I went to uni. I was like, I'm, well, I went to do social order, media. Order, order, order. Order. I was going <laughs> to go convert to law. And then I quickly realized that like, it's not for me. But I think in another life, I probably could have been aware. I do like a good debate and argument. That's what my family used to say. And they had to tell me to be quiet on numerous occasions. But yeah. Mm. We ended up here. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Guys, watch this space because you never know. The careers might change and we might be someone new. But guys, actually, if your career changed, yeah, would you keep up in as in do the 450 hours over three years? They said no. They said no. Depends Depends how much it changed. Yeah. What's my new lifestyle? Yeah. What's the incentive to keep my registration if I'm making more money than I ever made as a nurse? Why why because you like your job? My do I yeah. Oh Oh. well damn. 
because you know what as much as I do bank and I think I do bank because yes the money is needed but at the same time I feel like I do bank because I really don't want to lose my clinical, clinical skills, skills. And you know, I, I worked hard on the ASL cord as well. I'm actually ready to drop well. my, my technical skills, but that's a story for another podcast. But okay, I definitely love my job. So it depends on how much my life changed. Let's say, like, if I was a housewife, I would still pick up a shift like over the three years or like 450 worth because at okay. the end of the day, as well, I do feel like I worked damn hard to get here. So am I gonna like just kind of you know. Leave but it season, all. season, seasons. There's but if seasons you became like... an interior designer, would you still keep it? I think so. Really? I don't think so. I think so. I don't. So think you soon? <laughs> you chasing you know me what? away? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna cap. Like I actually love my job. I'm gonna cap. Mm. I love it. I love yeah, it. I love it. Like so, so much. Yeah, because again, I've worked so hard for it. Like I wake mm. up every day. And it's like mm. again, I'm excited. Like. I enjoy my job like even up to now and hence I know that when I wake up and I stop enjoying it I need to leave that environment because mm. I really enjoy my role. yeah so I think I would if I was to do something different from nursing I would still maintain my pain because one I've worked so hard to get mm. yep 450 hours over three years is it's nothing, nothing. nothing. so to, now to lose my AMP to lose my prescribing ah uh, yeah no yeah. you don't have no nah, man I can't I can't so, yeah, and even and though now, like we're not respecting this country, but just to have that under our belt. Not oh, back in the day, I used to be a nurse. So what happened? Oh, I just left to do. You could you right. have this under you forever, mm. even though it's not re- re- it's not over here. They don't care, but somewhere else. Yeah, and I guess you never know what happens if you ever mm. was to relocate to another country and you go there and your business that you're running maybe hasn't mm. picked up yet. At least no, you no, always have it. your own, regardless. Like no one can take that away from you. They can't True. beat you up. <laughs> that's why you need to make nursing work for you because then if you find a role yeah. you enjoy that then as I said that work for you because now work if you're on the nursing. wards and you're suffering you're getting flogged day in day out why won't you leave you know uh-huh. I mean? it's but, true you know we support the ward nurses you know what I mean and you know hence we're striking with them because we stand with them and we stand with us as well so you know yeah and yeah. I just hope we hear like we just continue to be like a positive um you know, inspiration to nursing. I really do hope that you guys get that from us because, you know, I feel like right now nursing is tough and everything, but trust me, there's a light at the end of the tub. No, we are definitely living the flexible life and there's nothing you can't achieve. So, you know, keep pushing, keep going. And on that note, guys, thank you for listening to today's episode. Like, share with a friend, leave us feedback. And yeah, we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.